podcast that introduces you to registered, clinical, and certified aromatherapists around the world. I'm your host, Melissa. I'm a holistic life coach and a registered aromatherapist. Join me every other week as we chat with aromatherapists and hear about their aromatic journeys and how they use essential oils in their lives and in their businesses. Hey friends, welcome to podcast episode number 21, Aromatic Chat with Jennifer Eden Clark. Jennifer is the founder of Learn Essential Oils and her mission is to teach people to easily, safely, and confidently use essential oils. She is also the author of Essential Oil Basics, the complete pocket guide to safe and effective essential oil use. I'm so excited to get to chat with Jennifer today. So let's get started. Let me tell me about your quilting. I do piecing, mostly all machine, but I do a lot of embroidery too. So sometimes I'll embellish with embroidery. Nice. Yeah, I do mostly practical quilting. More traditional. Yes, a lot of the traditional patterns and everything. I usually machine piece, but I hand quilt. Oh, cool. Have you ever been on a quilt shop hop? Only of my own making. I went to St. George, Utah for spring break a couple of years ago. Took my son with me because it was his spring break. So, mm-hmm. you know, that was the excuse to go. One of the days I said, hey, today I'm going to go do my own, you know, quilt shop pop and go to all these quilt stores. It's like, you want to come with me? And he said, no. I said, oh, darn. I think I went to four or five. I can't remember, but it was way fun. My creation quilt was one of those quilts that just like asked to be made, you know, it had to be made. And so I did it for a contest. It made it through the first round, but then didn't get juried into the show. Then it went on and it's been exhibited in a couple museums back east at the Sacred Threads quilt show. I don't know if you've ever heard of that one, but it's kind of cool. And then there was this little church in Ohio, I think. They saw it and they reached out to me and asked if my quilt could be part of the 125th anniversary anniversary celebration of their church so they asked if I would send it and so I did and so yeah it's been around it's kind of fun actually that's amazing that's and that was my very first art quilt and only my second quilt but I mean I've been handcrafting for years and years all right Jennifer thank you so much for joining me today I appreciate you and your time tremendously how 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 are things in northern Utah we are verging on spring so that's (laughs) that's a nice thing Now, I do ice photography as a hobby, and so I look forward to what I call ice season, but I'm done. (laughs) I'm ready for spring. (laughs) What's your spring indicator in Utah? Everything just starts melting. Nice. And little tiny flowers start to pop up, but it's mostly that just the snow starts to melt. March is usually kind of an ugly month, and then it starts to green up. And That's amazing. I never appreciated spring until we lived in Texas. Uh, we lived in South Texas for 20 years. I never really appreciated spring until we didn't have it. Yeah. So that's wonderful. I'm glad you guys are getting ready to experience that uh, new birth. What I would love to do is just kind of give you the floor and let you tell us a little bit about your aromatic journey and how you ended up here at Learn Essential Oils. Okay. Right after my third child was born, 
I took up soap making and it's something I've always been interested in the ancient arts that people had to do to live, but I get to do for fun. Candle making and quilting and all those kinds of things. Like, I don't know if I would enjoy them if I had to do them, but I really enjoy doing them for fun. So So, there's a romance to it, isn't there? Yeah. Connection to the past, ancestors (laughs) and what have you. And soap making is something that had always intrigued me. So after my daughter was born, then I had all my equipment and I had books and all the materials. And so I made soap for the first time. It called for essential oils to scent the soap. And so that was my very first experience with essential oils. And I loved it because I've always been very keyed into aromas. I love the essential oils and I got some more books on soap making because I was getting into it. Some of those had more personal care products, which also called for essential oils. So I got more essential oils. And then at some point, there may have been something in one of these books that implied that essential oils could also be therapeutic, which caught my interest. And so then I bought Valerie Ann Warwood's book. By that time, my fourth child was born and we moved from Texas to Idaho. And while I was nursing my newborn, I read her book. And so, you know, and I noted the things that I was most interested in. And so that's what really got me into practicing, literally, (laughs) aromatherapy on my family. And I did that for about 10 years. And then at that point, my youngest was... I think it was, you know, and so I was thinking about looking forward to my, you know, my last child starting school and what have you, and mostly just looking ahead, thinking, oh, this is going to happen. Maybe I'll have some extra time. Well, what do I want to do? And I'd always planned to get a master's degree in something. But my bachelor's degree is in liberal arts with French and business minors, which basically indicates that I have a hard time deciding what I want to do because I'm interested in so many different things. You know, to decide what I wanted to do, a master's degree in, you know, that I had to focus on as I got to this point. And I started to think about it. I thought, you know, I really like aromatherapy and these essential oils and I'm not bored yet. I can tell that there's a whole lot I don't know, probably won't for a while. So I thought, you know, I think I'll do that. And that felt really good. And so I started looking around. So I found the American College of Healthcare Sciences which at the time, I think it was the Australasian College of Healthcare Science. Yeah. So I have that. And then I've just continued. I took a couple of resident courses in France in clinical aromatherapy, just continued to learn and and develop that way. So that's kind of my pathway. Most of the people that I interview are practicing aromatherapy with one-on-one clients and helping their clients to achieve wellness. And that's not the path you've decided to take. No. I have a thing with uh, people not telling me what to do. I'm not sure. That probably says something about me. I'm not sure what. But if you see clients. Oh, my word. I don't even like my garden telling me that I have to harvest. You know, if you have clients, then you have appointments and you have to show up. And I'm like, but what if I don't want to do that that day? (laughs) There's something I'd rather go do. What if I want to go in the creek and take pictures of ice? And I love education. As I was finishing my diploma with uh, ACHS, I was introduced to doTERRA. For me, it was a big deal because 
you know, I just learned, oh, you have to have, you know, pure essential oils be great if they could be tested. Sourcing is a big deal and all these things. And so my biggest anxiety at that point was how do I find these oils? How the heck am I supposed to know what's a good oil, right? It's like, yeah, we've gone through this whole process and I don't have the time again, five kids, and I don't have the money that I want to just, you know, be buying all these oils and trying them out and then having to do the same thing the next batch, you know, the next year. So when doTERRA came along and they said, test every batch of oils and they're pure and whatever, I'm like, that sounds cool, but I was dubious. I'm like, yeah, right. I bought some and I tried them out and I'm like, these smell as good as the ones that they sent me for my kit for ACHS and that we did all the testing on. But then I thought, well, I'll just try them for a while and use them and, you know, see how good they are, see how I feel about them. And so I did that. And I just thought this is an easy source for me. This is great. But then I made the mistake of saying anything to any aromatherapist about the fact that I used doTERRA oils or said anything good about them. And I got harassed and criticized. And so I kind of lost some respect for a lot of aromatherapists because here I am a brand new aromatherapist and I totally get slammed just because I happen to use the wrong oil from the wrong company. And so I was kind of disappointed and disillusioned. But then interestingly too, within doTERRA, really pretty easy drive to go down to their conventions. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, well, I'll go and check it out and see what's going on. You know, that's the best way to get a feel for a company and whatever is to spend time with them. I was doing that. But then the strange thing was, is because I was a real aromatherapist, then I wasn't accepted there either because... They were suspicious of aromatherapists because of all this. The animosity between the LMs and the, yeah. Right. My road for like the next seven years was very lonely, honestly, Mm -hmm. because I really wasn't accepted in either camp. So I had to work hard to basically be as unbiased as I could and prove myself that I was legitimate and that I knew what I was doing as an aromatherapist and that as a doTERRA person, I wasn't out to get them because I was an aromatherapist and that, you know, I was on their side and I was on the aromatherapist side. So I learned to walk this really, really thin line down the middle. So that's at the time that I started working on my book, because what I realized is there was a lack of information for the very beginner. They had these books that would talk about all these different things, but they didn't talk about the really, really basic. To get people started, I thought, well, you know, I was challenged by a business coach to write a book. She says, you're always being, you're telling me that you're always being asked all these questions. She says, why don't you write a book answering the top 10 questions? I was like, me write a book? Why would I want to write a book? But I took her challenge. And so I did. I wrote a book. First, it was just an ebook. So I finally came with this book that is accepted on both sides. It's accepted by professional aromatherapists because it has really good information and it's accepted by doTERRA because it doesn't take the professional aromatherapist stance. And so I've just kept perfecting it so that it's this book that anybody can read and that just gives the facts. It doesn't tell you how to think. It doesn't tell you you're bad because you do one thing or the other. It doesn't criticize anybody. It just says, these are the facts. Now go make your own choice. What a unique person perspective. Very. It's kind of a niche, a little niche. I um, spoke at a retreat a couple of weeks ago here on the island. Most of the people had not been exposed to essential oils and they were very excited to be exposed. First of all, get to make an inhaler and all those things. But there was one girl who had signed up with one of the MLMs and she asked me point blank, what do you think about multi-level marketing companies? 
I said, you know, I don't have a problem with their product at all. The issue I have is that, you know, you have to sign up and then you have to spend all this money and you get products that you're probably not going to use. And sometimes you get something and you look at it and go, I don't even like it, but yet you had to pay for it. That's my problem. It's not the product itself, the model, the business model. That's what I do. It's just the business model. But I know people who use both, both doTERRA and Young Living and their products are, are fine. The business model and for a lot of people, the use model, that can be a problem too. And so that was what I wanted is that really the MLM people are my target market, all beginners, but specifically, yeah, that audience, because I want them to have the facts and the, right. and the real information right from the get-go. And so that they learn how to use them safely and they understand, you know, what they are and has myth busting in there and everything yes. to just say, here's the deal. Which is great on your website. I love your website because in the about section, you say, what is truth? And then you break oh, yeah. That's really amazing. And so okay. are, you, are you finally getting the reception that you were hoping for in the beginning? Actually, it has. It, it has sold, I think, over 10,000 copies. And most of those are to the MLM audience. But it's also on Amazon. And so it has sold a lot there. But as the market got flooded with aromatherapy books, the share of the pie has gotten less. Are there other books out there that are similar to yours targeting the... No, that's part of the problem because it's hard to explain that. I've tried different descriptions of my book to try and help people understand what it is and that it is different. I don't think I've quite hit it yet, but... The thing that is cool is because the book is so small, it's only, you know, 65 pages. It's not as expensive to translate into other languages. So it actually has a number of foreign editions. So it's in Japanese. I got to go to Japan when it launched over there. I remember that. Yeah. So so that was, <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so cool. Boy, that was a real highlight in my career <laughs> was to be able to go to Japan and it has been selling well there. It's in Spanish and now it's in progress in Portuguese, German, Italian, and Chinese. Just trying to get those translations done. That's awesome. I'm so Just excited for you. Never could have seen this path from the beginning. I know. And you know, the thing, the thing that's so important to remember is life doesn't happen to us. It happens for us. You went through that, that, that time period where it was just turmoil on both sides. Yet, because of that, you've been able to figure out the line to walk and are now walking it and and sharing the message. That's amazing. I think that's awesome. Thanks. And I have a very thick skin now. I bet. (laughs) Oh, my word. I actually like to stir up controversy a little bit sometimes because it brings out people's true colors and their passions. So it's kind of interesting sometimes. I Maybe that's not very nice, but sometimes I... You know, like ask a well-placed question or something just to kind of see where people are. Right. Get, a, get a feel for the room. And, and get a conversation going because I love to play devil's advocate for both sides. You know, it's like when I'm with doTERRA people, then I'll promote aromatherapists. And when I'm with aromatherapists, then I'll say, you know, doTERRA is not so bad in a lot of ways. They've made progress. Yes. You know, there's some things that were a little iffy in the beginning, but so just trying to, and that's kind of my other, my own title. I give myself as aromatics ambassador, trying to bring these divergent groups together because I think there's so much more 
more we could accomplish together than we can fighting with each other. Yes. And I think a lot of people are starting to realize that. I mean, you know, obviously I'm not the only one, but just really trying to actively work on both sides to help bridge the gap and, and bring us together as much as we can be. Absolutely. Diversity. I see all of your essential oils over there on your Easy Susan, I'm guessing. Yep. What are your top three right now? Well, I don't have favorites of almost anything. The only favorite I've ever had and still have is a color, which is yellow. So maybe that's why I love lemon oil so much, partly. So it's a very sunny, bright yellow mm-hmm. <laughs> oil. And, uh, but I like all the citruses just because you can use them in so many ways, you know, and they're inexpensive. So anybody can afford to buy them. Right. But they have so many applications. And so they're good for mood and for cleaning and cooking. And they're just so versatile and so pleasing to a large number of people. So I, I really love the citrus oils. And then my other favorite as a group are the tree oils. I tend to be really drawn to the deep, earthy oils. And I, I think it's because they're just calming and grounding and stable. And uh, I, that appeals to me for some nice. reason. Do you have a favorite tree oil? No, it varies. It just depends on what I maybe am drawn to at the moment. Okay. So it just, it really depends. Cedarwood, I had a really interesting experience with. When doTERRA came out with it, I was at their convention and I picked it up and smelled it for the first time. And I was immediately back in my grandparents' cedar-lined closet in their house as a child, you know, standing there amongst my grandma's like furs and stuff that they kept in this closet and just in there smelling it. Because like I said, I was very keyed into aromas. And so I would just go in there and stand there and smell it. And it was so interesting. It's just like, Zam, you know, I was right there. That's awesome. Uh, so that one, you know, I do have kind of a nice connection to, but I've come to love all of them. I really like them. What are you working on right now that you're really excited about? Photography? <laughs> oh, wait, this is about aromatherapy. No, you can share about your photography too, because I do follow you on social media and I, I see your images and I'm like, oh, those are so pretty. Yeah. Yeah. So like I, I think I mentioned uh, taking photos of ice. As I look back through all my photos, I realize I've been doing this for a long time and three different phone cameras and two, you know, more professional cameras. <laughs> so I have all these ice photos and I think it's just, you know, they're so fascinating and I love getting down close and kind of abstracting it sometimes to make it appear different than what you would think. I really enjoy that. I enjoy art quilting, obviously. I like fabric <laughs> and quilts, but what I think would be really cool is to somehow combine them at Botanica. I don't, did you get to go to Botanica 2020? I did not. When it was going to be live, I think her name's Carla Vos. She's an artist and an aromatherapist, and she does these kind of sculptures, 3D pieces that she adds aroma to is really cool. And so she did a virtual exhibit and she told you the oils that went with each of her things. And so I had all my oils out and, you know, as I looked at each one of her pieces and, you know, smell the oils and whatever. And anyway, it was really cool because it was something I'd been thinking about for a long time is combining the two. And I was like, Oh, here's somebody who's done it. So I don't know how yet what that looks like. It'll come when it's time. It will come. Now you said you were re-editing or updating your book. Yeah. So I've revised it several times to just make sure that the information is up to date and that it's really accurate. 
And, you know, I've gotten input from lots of different people. And then obviously I'm going to conferences and getting continuing education. So if I have any questions, I've always kind of got them in my mind. And then when I go to these, then I was like, oh, check, answered that question and that one. And, right. and so right now I am like doing a really big overhaul of the practical application section because part of catering to the beginner crowd is giving them confidence that they can use the essential oils. And so I have this practical application section right in the middle. So you just open right to it and it just has some really basic recipes for, you know, common elements that you might want to address, cooking recipes, cleaning supplies. But I, I wanted to update it a little bit and um, expand it just a little bit. So I'm going to be adding, I think, about four pages to the middle of the book. And I actually have reached out to some of my aromatherapist friends to get recipes from them so that nice. I can kind of highlight them and introduce my audience or, you know, my readers to other aromatherapists. And so I've kind of targeted people who either have books or schools you know, something that might be of use to to my readers, you know, for further reading or for more education or something like that. I just, I love to collaborate. And so I wanted to try and include some other people. Yeah. Yeah. I love to write. I love to research and write and organize the material. And yeah, it's fun. And when you think about that and you think back to your business coach that said you should write a book. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed. <laughs> now you're going, I just love to collaborate and put all the information together and get it out there. That's funny. But isn't that what people do? Isn't that what they do? They stretch you. Yeah, they do. That's yeah. Awesome. It's, you know, it's been fun. So I don't see, I'm not working as an aromatherapist seeing clients, but it's like, I am helping a lot of people, you know, even just in my own circle with my family and friends and I get thank you notes and they're like, Oh, I'm so glad you introduced me to essential oils. You know, they've been such a big part of my life and willing to help us all these different situations. And yeah. um, so that's really gratifying to know that it's been a benefit to people. And like through my, some of my kids, I found out that they have my book and they're like, oh, I love your mom's book. It's been interesting, the, the far reaching effect that you can have when you write a book. That's been really satisfying and has given me motivation to keep improving it and making it better so that it's even more usable to whoever picks it up. I love that. And, I, you know, everybody that I've interviewed comes at aromatherapy a little bit different. They're coming at it from an educational reach perspective, which I love. Is there anything else that's going on that's super exciting for you right now? The one thing I do with clients is positive aromatic conditioning. I just started to experiment with it, obviously knowing that the olfactory system has that direct link with the limbic system, you know, the seat of memory, mood, and emotion, and the scent memories that so many people have, and how it brings up feelings, you know, positive or negative for people. So I thought, well, what if we did that intentionally and created positive feelings around a particular scent? So I started experimenting with it with my family, of course, they've always been my guinea pigs. And then I've started to reach out to more people. And uh, the response has always been really positive. And when I did my book tour in Japan, I wanted to be able to give people something because, you know, they were buying my book. And so I wanted to give something to them when they came to our seminars that we did. I decided to do the positive aromatic conditioning. And so I'd have my translator choose somebody for me since she knew these people. And so she would choose one person and they would come up and I would do a demonstration for everybody with this one person. It's interesting because at the end, you know, they get their oil and they smell it when it's done and they just hold it to their chest and they get this, you know, big smile on their face or they just have this 
peace and calm just come over them. And, you know, it's so personal and so much theirs. And then I follow up with them if I can. And they've all had really good experiences with it, you know, getting them through tests or if they're away from home for the first time, you know, I do it with a lot of college students or missionaries or people like that. It's great for anxiety, you know, and I think one of the questions you've asked some of your other guests has been, you know, what's the one thing that you treat the most or see the most and anxiety is really a a top one for a lot of people. And so this is something that's very good for that. I actually did a blog post a while back about training your dogs using essential oil. (laughs) Same process. Connect a a smell with something good. It works. It does. It really does. That's really amazing. So people find you where, where can we find you specifically and where can we find your book? My website is learnessentialoils.com. If it doesn't seem updated, that's because it hasn't been for a while. (laughs) Yeah, trying to move into my childhood home that's full of 50 years accumulation of my parents' stuff and then trying to fit ourselves in has been a very challenging project and having my mom stay with us, taking over some caretaking of a 92-year-old woman. So yeah, my life has been busy. So yeah, learnessentialoils.com is my website and you can find contact information. My email is there and and uh, what have you. And then I am on Facebook, either Jennifer Eden Clark, or I have a Facebook page, Learn Essential Oils. And then <laughs> I have Instagram is Jen Eden Clark. Yeah. And then my book is available on my website and it's available in quantities so that you can buy them in 10 packs and for a discount. And the idea of that is if you're doing a class, because it's a really great tool for teaching classes because it does, it's very basic, but then you can also take it and you could do like a workshop and make the cleaning supplies or, you know, make one of the recipes or, you know, so it's kind of fun that way because it's a really great teaching tool. And then it's a great resource for the students that then they have this little book that's really easy to, I still use it all the time (laughs) to look up stuff because I can't remember everything all the time. I just can't. There's too much in my head. And, um, you know, so I'll pull it open and I'll like, wait, what was the dilution I used on that? Or, you know, if I need to make one of the recipes, I'll like, oh, yes, in my book (laughs) and use my book. Yeah. So there are multiples if you want to buy in multiples. And I give you a really great price because my objective has never been to like make a fortune on them or anything. It's really just to get the information out. So I try to make it really reasonable. So on Amazon, can you do the bulk? purchase or is that strict? no they don't have that option okay that's good information to know do the bulk purchase we need to do it through your website thank you so much thanks for having me absolutely this was great and like i keep you know i kept thinking over and over again it's like i'm interviewing myself all the way up to the very end there very fun to talk to your kindred spirit yeah absolutely <laughs> oh i appreciate you so much i love all your quilting supplies in the background it's making me jealous that I don't have a quilting room but thank Uh, you so much for joining me on aromatic chat and I look forward to talking with you again in the future all right thanks Melissa all right bye Jen bye hey thanks so much for tuning in to aromatic chat be sure to look at the show notes for all of the links mentioned in today's aromatic chat this is your host Melissa your holistic life coach and registered aromatherapist. You can find me on the web at www.lemonbalmcoaching.com. If you enjoy Aromatic Chat, be sure to leave a review. I will see you in a couple of weeks with our next episode. Until then, peace, love, and aromatics.